0: Ten to one episode seventy-five.
1: Top ten Doctor Who moments.
0: Welcome to Ten to One, podcast where we make top ten lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And
1: I'm Melissa Kozer. And Brian. We come to one of the best parts of this themed month, in my opinion. Okay. I've really enjoyed talking about our favorite characters and aliens and episodes, but moments. Oh, man, there are some truly great moments.
0: Yeah, this one might be the best one.
1: Yeah, so... There are, I will admit, there are a lot of really cheesy and doofus moments in uh-huh. Doctor Who, but all the same, I think part of the reason why it has such a big fan base and has continued this long is the show writers have really done some great stuff and uh, come up with some great storylines and plots that really just have some terrific shining points. Uh-huh. And I was really hard-pressed for this list, trying to decide, should I should I go for some of my favorite funny moments? Mm-hmm. Should I go for the moments that really wrenched at my heartstrings, or the ones that really made my jaw drop as something was revealed? So there's going to be a little bit of All everything of in here. All of them. Yeah. But I will say... Well, I won't spoil any of my list. You'll just have to wait and see what's on there. Okay. But it was kind of hard to narrow down.
0: Yeah, it was hard to narrow down. I think I... So, the way I've made most of my lists is just looking at a list of all the episode titles and then going off memory for favorite episodes and uh, favorite moments, etc. So, definitely looking back at episodes, it was ones that had memorable moments that struck stuck out in my mind so like even now looking back at the list maybe I would put some of them lower like I don't know if I would put time of the doctor I don't know if that that's should be quite so high on my list because it has some really great moments but like the episode as a whole maybe not as good Which compared to some that? others time of the doctor that's yeah. the one where the 11th doctor regenerates okay. last one with him so uh so yeah uh that was kind of already a memorable like it was top ten memorable episodes, I guess for me so uh so I'll just I'll just throw that out there but yeah memorable moments went through uh so this for me is is memorable moments yeah funny moments or uh or affecting in some way or or uh, aha moments there's a couple of those so. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was interesting. I had one from the ninth Doctor, four from the tenth Doctor, four from the eleventh Doctor, and one from the twelfth Doctor. So nice little symmetry there. Definitely more focused on the middle of the show. And I think that's all I was, I was going to say here at the outset. So, Uh,
1: let's see. I had one from the ninth Doctor. Uh No, two from the ninth Doctor. Okay. And looks like. Two from the eleventh, one from the twelfth, and the rest are from the tenth.
0: Interesting. Okay. How many? Uh, how, uh, I guess knowing that information might might color it a little bit. But how many crossovers do you think we'll have?
1: Well, I we already discovered. I'm pretty we sure dis- we're gonna have one. Oh, we
0: did discover one, but I I'm not surprised that that was on there. Yeah. Even with that one, I'll say.
1: Like just before, just before we started podcasting. Brian mm-hmm. was watching something, and he was cracking up watching it, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. What, I couldn't hear what he was watching, so I was like, well, while I wait for you to finish rounding out your list, I'm just going to go watch one of my favorite scenes, <laughs> and he finished late hearing or watching his scene, and he could hear a little bit from like, my I could scene. hear
0: the music, just the background music and on yours, like, like aha. That's
1: exactly what I was doing, was.
0: Yep. Yeah, so we, could, we do have at least one. I'm going to say, I guess I'll say three. We'll have three crossovers.
1: I'm going to say two.
0: All right. Well, let's find out. So, my number 10 is from The Stolen Earth. And this came up in our episodes, our episodes, episode. (laughs) (laughs) And it's when you realize that all the planets are missing. And that's been the thread that tied uh, season, what was that, season four? Yeah yeah season four together and that was the best of the uh uh-huh. e- that was the best of the season ending uh-huh. aha moments for me and yeah that one was really clever it was less obvious than some of the others and yeah i thought it was subtle and definitely like wow that was cool yeah, they, they put all those in there at
1: each other
0: yeah <laughs> so Definitely a memorable moment. Not a great episode. As I said last time. I would disagree. I think, did I say it was my, did we rank our, yeah, I think I already said this in the last one, like my second least favorite series finale, but uh, her third least favorite, something like that. But uh, that was a great moment. So that's my number 10, when the Doctor realizes that all those planets are missing and it's not a coincidence that they're all missing. Okay. Uh
1: yeah, that's a good one. It didn't make my list. Uh I didn't even consider it. But yeah. I do remember that we were pretty pretty shocked when mm-hmm. we saw that. Okay, so my number ten is from the episode Last of the Time Lords, from I'm gonna say our least favorite series finale. Uh Ken. But it's when Jack Harkness reveals that he is the face of Bo. Uh,
0: I didn't even consider this one. <laughs> oh,
1: don't you remember how we were uh, like, Oh my goodness Yeah. Yeah, so it's he's good. just casually talking to the doctor and Martha there at the end and uh throughout the whole season you've had this uh, actually since ever since the the ninth doctor, uh, you've seen this this big head in a tank of water, and they call it the Face of Bow, and it's been around for thousands of years, and nobody knows its origin or whatever, and <laughs> uh, Jack, as he's talking to the doctor and Martha, just casually slips out that, yeah, I used to be known as the Face of Bow, <laughs> and then he just walks away, <laughs> and... The Doctor and Martha's Jaws drop right along with ours. (laughs) And that was a pretty great moment. So that's my number 10.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. My number 9 is from the episode The Big Bang, and it's when the Doctor is traveling backwards in time, the 11th Doctor, and goes back to a previous episode, and you see a scene again that was on a previous episode and realize he's just traveled back in time. And uh, I wish that more shows did stuff like that. Time travel is pretty prevalent, I'd say, on TV shows these days, and I can't think of another one that I've seen that's pulled off a moment like this, where you don't realize at the time, at the time that it's yeah. time travel, uh, that time travel's is happening, and then uh, you see it from a completely different perspective the next time, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, that is one of the most clever clever things they've done, I think. I was very impressed. And that's uh, still one of my favorite favorite moments. not a, a moment as far as like his speech is really great or, or anything like that, but uh, just the way that it was set up in that story, uh, that was a great moment. And my ninth favorite, uh, the 11th Doctor time-traveling back to the Time of Angels episode.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's cool, but if I were to pick a moment from that episode, it would be the Doctor dancing at Amy and Rory's wedding.
0: Uh, that one was pretty good. The drunken draft dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a good, that is a good one. And also, uh, let's see, that was the Big Bang, right? So I also liked uh, him sending the message Geronimo from the uh, as he's on the little spaceship. Do you remember that part? No. He's on the little spaceship and he can't talk to them. He can just send a, a message, like a text message, basically. And so he sends the text message, "Geronimo," <laughs> as he's rocketing away. So I'll, I'll, you'll have to go back and watch it. Well, that's a good moment too.
1: Okay, well, my number nine comes from the episode "The Doctor Falls" with the Twelfth Doctor, and it's when Missy and the Master kill each other. Wow, really recent. Yeah, it's uh, it's such a fitting end for the Master. Uh, the, uh, Missy, uh, is telling the master how, uh, she will always remember being him and, uh, the, the fire that he burned with
0: uh-huh. and
1: how, uh, he, like, nothing could stop him and she says she'll always remember it, she'll always miss it and then she knifes him in the back uh-huh. and he asks her, you know... He's not offended that she kills him. You know, <laughs> the master being all twisted as he is. But he asks why. And she says, well, because it's time to stand with the doctor. Uh, we've always been heading here. It's time to do right and help the doctor. And he, he will never allow that. And so he shoots her in the back as she's striding away. And uh, she starts to... <laughs> kind of laugh a little maniacally, just considering it. And that really is where they've always been, is ultimately he results in his own demise.
0: Right. Self-destructive yep. tendencies.
1: Very fitting. Mm-hmm. Very well-acted scene. And probably the best scene involving the master, the yeah. character. That yeah, probably it. so. Yeah. So that's my number nine.
0: Okay. Yeah, that that was a good really good moment. Not one of my personal favorites, but that is a good one. My number eight. Another another thing that we're uh that I mentioned in the episode episodes episode. And this is when the eleventh doctor realizes that all the statues in the cavern are weeping angels. Yeah. From the Time of Angels episode. Yeah, you've talked about this so much. Yeah, talked about this one a lot and just uh I I just still remember almost like I can almost like an out-of-body experience. I can look mm-hmm. back and see the scene in our apartment in Pensacola yeah. where uh, we had that bro- that old brown chair I'm that the Thomasons gave us. Uh, I think you were in the kitchen, actually. Was I? In my memory, at least. In my memory, <laughs> you were in the kitchen. I was in the living room in that brown chair watching on the laptop mm-hmm. and had the headphones in. And just remember watching that and audibly gasping. Yeah. And then had to take them off and, and tell you what Lost had happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. So you have seen this episode now, right? Yeah. Okay. You did go back and watch Otherwise, it. No. Yeah. So it's too bad you didn't get to have the same experience yeah. that I did with it. But that's all right. Oh, well. uh, Yes. Yeah, so that was just a, uh, let's see. Yeah. That's the best aha moment in, in Doctor Who, I think, um, well, if you could, if you want to title one of my later ones, an aha moment, then uh, I I could I could see the argument for it. But this one was great just for the fact of of what a great twist it was, and uh, yep, it's my eighth favorite Doctor Who moment.
1: Yeah, I do I do kind of wish that I could have shared that experience with you, but at the time, like mm-hmm. I had had many, many nightmares <laughs> after watching Blink, and I was like, I yeah. cannot watch <laughs> anything with the Weeping Angels ever again. <laughs> and now, like, as a seasoned Doctor Who fan, uh-huh. it doesn't bother me anymore. So much so that, so much uh, so that I went you've... and watched uh, some scenes for my number eight,
0: you won't which leave. comes from Blink. <laughs> okay.
1: And uh But this scene is from the part where Sally and Larry, uh, you know, they've been fleeing from the angels, Mm -hmm. and they go down into the cellar, Mm -hmm. and uh, the angels start messing with uh, the energy in the light bulb causing Mm -hmm. it to blink, and they're slowly getting closer, and they're frantically trying to get in the TARDIS, and they manage to get in just in time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (sighs) They're safe now. And the doctor, a hologram of the doctor pops up saying, uh, you know, insert a disc into the slot, and uh, it's valid for one journey only. So they put the disc in, and then all of a sudden, the TARDIS starts to dematerialize around them, and Sally Mm -hmm. it's leaving us behind. Mm -hmm. And I remember after... The whole episode where I've been on pins and needles (laughs) on the edge of my seat, gripping your arm, and then at that moment, I was just about to die. (laughs) I mean, the whole time you've been so on edge, and then they're finally in the TARDIS. Nothing can break through and get into the TARDIS. And then they do what the doctor tells them to do, and it leaves them behind, and just the... The sheer panic and terror. Uh, and they cower down and, and you're like, oh my goodness, they're toast and I can't bear to watch. And they've got their eyes closed in <laughs> absolute fear. Yeah, so <laughs> that's my number eight when the TARDIS is dematerializing around them.
0: Nice. Yep, that's a good one. I also like when she's in the nursing home with Billy oh, when I he's know. older. That's not a good moment from that episode. Sally There's a lot of good Shifton. ones. all right so number seven for me and this is uh one of the funniest moments probably this is probably the funniest moment in doctor who to me even though i have a fun another funny moment coming up or a couple of funny moments coming up but this is when the doctor and donna see each other through the glass in partners in crime <laughs> and it's uh they had already had an episode like a christmas special episode before and so now then this is the opening of season five or season four and uh is looking for the doctor and runs in- into him again uh, but they just see each other through a couple windows and they start doing pantomime and and you're reading their lips and watching their pantomime.
1: Okay, I'm just going to move that one to be my number uh, seven as well so that we can book about it. Um, okay, Marty yeah, this College,
0: is the one that I was, was watching. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossover. yeah, this one could be higher for either of us, I'm yeah. sure. For sure, but uh, yeah, they're just... Um, they're such great actors. Yeah, both great actors. I think Catherine Tate, she's definitely one of the funniest actors yes. uh, that's ever been on Doctor Who, so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this one uh, had me laughing out loud even today, just watching it out of context. Yeah. So, what what else do you want to add?
1: Uh, just that I have rewatched this moment so many times. Wow! <laughs> That's wow. when uh, I don't know you you're gone at work and Lily mm. was down at down for a nap, and I'm like, oh, I just feel like watching a bit of Doctor Who. Some wow. of My favorite moments, or something like that. Good old YouTube is there for me.
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A truly great moment. That's my number seven.
1: And mine
0: as well. Cool. Okay, my number six is from the episode Vincent and the Doctor. I don't think we mentioned this in our episodes list, but it's a good episode, and the best part is when uh, the Doctor takes uh, Van Gogh to the future, takes him to a museum in France, uh, wherever museum in France it is that has the uh, Van Gogh exhibit exhibit. That has a big collection of his paintings, and shows him. Uh, so uh, you see in the episode how depressed Van Gogh is, and uh, I, I'm sure has the thoughts a lot of artists have. In that, you know, is there a point to what I'm doing? Is it, am I going to be remembered? And. So they take him to the future. He sees the exhibit, how pop- popular it is. There's a bunch of people. There's uh, children and adults in there. And then uh, the doctor brings over. I don't. I don't know if the there's a. Or yeah, he's like a. Tour guide, maybe. Right, some sort of expert that works there at the museum, and asks him about Van Gogh, and he gives a, a speech about how he thought he was the greatest painter who ever lived, mm-hmm. and. Uh, maybe one of the greatest artists and um, how he was such a tortured man, but was able to take that and put a uh, great joy into his paintings and uh, how, how, uh, how well he used his brush and used color, things like that. And uh, so uh, I don't know, it was really powerful to see uh, and someone, I guess in the same way as uh, like a movie that I like, um, It's it's a Wonderful Life where you see uh, someone that you see in that movie, someone that doesn't think their life has amounted to anything, but you've seen that um, they've touched a lot of people in their small community. Uh, This is on a little bit different of a scale um, and less personal, but still in that same kind of vein of he doesn't know if his paintings are going to be remembered and then uh, realizing that he's going to be remembered as one of the greatest painters Mm -hmm. ever and people will uh, enjoy his paint, his paintings and his art. Uh, I thought it was a really powerful moment and uh, one of my favorites looking back. So that's my number six from Vincent and the Doctor.
1: All right. My number six comes from the ninth Doctor, and it's from the episode Dalek. So mm. up to this point, we've seen the Doctor uh Basically offering help to pretty much any kind of alien species, no matter how it's it might be trying to harm humanity he'll you know he he's not gonna let it harm humanity, but he is going to try and help it if at all possible so I think with the, I forget, but uh I think it was like with the first episode, the nesting consciousness he offered to transfer it to a different planet or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the Slavine race, uh, I think he had offered to intervene for them somehow, you know, but they always reject his offer of help and then he's got to go out and destroy them. So, but you know, he's got a good heart for other aliens. He's kind of the mediator uh, between humans and aliens and helping humans understand aliens better and vice versa. Well, finally, in this episode, we get to an underground bunker, and there's this rich billionaire or whatever, and he's collecting alien artifacts, and he happens to have a live alien. And uh, it's all chained up. And so the doctor goes into this darker room, um, and he's going to talk to the alien, see if he can help it. And he says... Something to the effect of, hello, I'm the doctor, can, can I help you? Um, and the Dalek, the creature is a Dalek, it goes, Dog, door, and
0: it's <laughs>
1: very distinctive voice. And you see him uh, suddenly panic, which we've never seen the doctor panic or show fear. Mm-hmm. And he starts banging on the door trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And then when he realizes that, hey, wait, he's not dead, the firing mechanism on the Dalek doesn't work, Mm -hmm. uh, he turns around and starts to rant Mm -hmm. at the Dalek, and rage at it, and gloat over how he destroyed every single Dalek in the Time War. He was the one that did it. Mm -hmm. And this Dalek is the last of its kind, the only survivor. And then you see him the guilt, the remorse, the the realization of how he's the only Time Lord left because, in order to ru- wipe out the Daleks, he al- also had to wipe out the Time Lords,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how that's eating him alive. And imagine if you had to wipe out all of your race in order to destroy this other race, and then you found a survivor. How would you feel? And so it's just a really great moment. I remember, uh, this is one of the first moments that I thought of when I was making this list. Because Hmm. it really stuck out to me when we were first watching it, uh, watching the series. And I rewatched it to see if it still had the same power, and it sure does. Hmm. It's It's a super solid moment acted out by Christopher Eccleston. And that is my number six. The Dalek showing, or uh, the Doctor showing hatred and a maniacal intensity, and a joy in another's pain—it's it's pretty <laughs> pretty
0: great. Yeah, I mean, doesn't he grab a electrical yeah, and he starts st- kind of torturing to him?
1: Starts trying to kill it, actually, shock it to death.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was an honorable mention for me. That was a really good. That was like the first great moment from Doctor Who. I'd say.
1: There's not, uh, I will say the first season of Doctor Who is a little rough, but mm-hmm. it's got some really good moments, I feel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, they are the some good ones. The episodes
1: are rough, but the moments are good.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, my number six.
0: Nice. All right. My number five is also from the first series, and it is from The Doctor Dances, the end of that episode, the 2 part where they go back to World War Two.
1: Uh-huh. I considered this
0: one with the uh, the gas mask uh, people, and uh, it's when uh, the doctor realizes that the uh, the nanobots, medical nanobots that have been turning people into monsters, uh, can be reversed so they can heal everybody. And so he's saying, you know, oh come on give me one of these days Mm -hmm. where, you know, where everything goes right or or where he can save people at the end. Yeah. And so then, uh, uh, yeah. And, and like you said, you've, you've been seeing him as, uh, you know, sort of depressed and, and remorseful for his actions. And, uh, you finally get to see him, uh, pretty excited and, and pretty, uh, happy. It's, it's almost like he's happy for the first time. And, uh, Yeah, saying, everybody lives, Rose, just this once. Everybody lives. And nobody dies in that episode, so. A happy moment for him. Uh, A nice personal victory. That's my number five.
1: Yeah, good moment. All right, my number five comes from the 10th Doctor, The Family of Blood. Mm. So, the Doctor has... Uh, been fleeing from this alien species uh, family that they're trying to kill him so that they can uh, feed off of his Time Lord energy, and he goes into hiding as a human. He converts all of his uh, DNA and stuff into that of a human, and uh, he had this set time period where he was going to stay as a human and then you know, after so many years or whatever, then that alien species would have died off. Well, one thing that he didn't count on was falling in love as a human. And he has no memory of his his life as a doctor. And so, uh, in The Family of Blood, he has come to realize that he really isn't human. And there's this whole other life that is waiting for him, his true life. And if he just opens this fob watch where all of his memories are stored, then he will be the doctor. But that means giving up uh, a life with this woman that he he loves. And she loves well, him back. It means
0: basically dying. Right. For him.
1: Yep. And uh, so there's this moment where... She, she and uh the woman and the and john smith as he's called they both touch the hub watch at the same time and they see their lives together uh see themselves going on picnics and raising children and living a happy long life together and then finally at a good ripe old age passing away uh, gently, and lovingly. And the doctor has to choose to give that up. He can't live just a quiet, normal life. He has to go save the world again. So that's pretty sad, pretty pretty poignant moment. And that's my number five, the family of blood.
0: Yep, yep, that is a great one. That well, It was actually on my list until... A few minutes before we did this and I moved rearranged some stuff so that'd be like eleven or twelve. Uh I really like the part where he says um, something like, uh like uh, you know, why didn't you stop me from uh falling in love? Or and Martha says, Well you didn't you didn't really plan for that. Right. <laughs> you know, like what what kind of a man doesn't doesn't even consider that possibility? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is a that was a good one. Alright, my number. What are we on? Four. Four. Okay, my number four is. I'm not sure if it would have made my top 10 list if it weren't two great moments back to back. And so I put this one at my number four as a combo. And it's from The End of Doomsday. So, telling Rose goodbye. Yep, sad moment. But then, right after that, uh-huh. Donna appears. And another one of the funnier moments in Doctor Who, and uh, she's saying she is just a woman in a wedding dress. Is all of a sudden on the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Yep. what am I doing here? What? What is this? <laughs> what place? is this place? Who are you? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> I watched that just a few minutes ago too. Yeah, into. yeah, yeah. So, uh, both good moments. So very sad, telling Rose goodbye, and then immediately into. A funny moment, Yep, we're not going to dwell on the past. We're moving forward. And uh, yeah, two good moments right there back to back. That's my number four.
1: I did consider this moment. Yeah. it's. I love all the funny moments uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Who is littered with. Yep. And a lot of them occur during Donna's, Donna's mm-hmm. time <laughs> as a companion. All right. My number four is... Our second crossover, I think. Hooray. And, but I decided this one deserved its rank at number four, and I wasn't mm. going to move it down to seven or uh, six where you had it. It's Vincent and the Doctor. Oh, wow. Yep. I did
0: not think this would make your list. Oh, this is I, such a good I never moment. thought you'd really yeah. like this episode. It's,
1: well, I mean, it's, a, it's an okay episode. Uh, mm. It's fine, but it's a great moment. So the whole episode, you've seen people rejecting vincent they don't care for his style of artwork artwork it's very unconventional very different and like you said he doesn't you know nobody wants to buy his paintings how can he even know if they'll they'll really last and then his face as he's hearing this man uh gush over how much he admires vincent's work but it's like, he's gushing, but he's saying it with such fervor. It's not like fanboy gushing. He's saying it with absolute devotion. That it's <laughs> it really touches and moves Vincent. And uh, watching his face during this time as he's hearing uh, all this praise about his work is uh, it's just so stirring. I love it. And that's about all I have to add. Since you already stole my thunder. So that's my number four. Vincent and the Doctor.
0: Very good. Very good. Well, there's our two crossers we predicted. Let's see if there's... Or that you predicted. Let's see if there's a third one. My number three is... <laughs> I guess my favorite funny moment from the show. And it's from The Christmas Invasion. And it's The Doctor Wakes Up. And this is... Uh, the tenth doctor has been asleep or in a coma or whatever all episode and he finally wakes up and has his first scene david tennant's first scene and he's being goofy and uh, oh, yeah. funny and uh clever and you know running around like i i just don't know who i am yeah I don't know if i'm uh you know you no know, am i ginger oh i wanted to be ginger <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> the
1: way he runs up (laughs)
0: to rose yeah
1: just kind of brownish on top um
0: yep yep and uh oh what is this a big red button a great big red button that should never be pressed i'm all right (laughs) and uh you know same coming in saving the day doing it with flair and, blood control uh, right. what is that blood blood control oh oh blood control oh, I've seen blood control in years <laughs> <laughs> yep and uh just watching this uh you know it would have been sad seeing Christopher Eccleston regenerate but watching this it was uh okay we're good everything's
1: gonna be everything's right.
0: gonna everything's gonna be pretty good. And uh, that that was really when we started binging hard on on <laughs> Doctor Who, as I recall. Yeah, good job. That second girl. series. So, yep. So that's my number three. My favorite, my favorite David Tennant moment was his first yeah. scene. How about that? It was all downhill from there. Aww. Just kidding, David. I'm sure he's listening. Don't don't beat <laughs> yourself up about it. You were great. Number three, the Doctor wakes up.
1: Boy, there's something we should do is our favorite moments from each doctor.
0: Well, I mean we kind of are. Yeah. Uh my favorite eighth doctor moment was Everybody Lives. Eighth. Yeah, favorite ninth Doctor moment.
1: Alright. Uh my number three comes from the episode The Angels Take Manhattan. What? Yeah. So Okay, my last three uh, slight spoiler here. They're all going to be fairly emotional. Mm-hmm. They got me in the field. So the first time I watched this, I uh, wasn't really... I was kind of like, okay, there's the ending of Amy and Rory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had not really liked Amy. So that's why I was like, okay, let's just move mm-hmm. on. Uh, but then the second time I watched it, I had grown to appreciate them more. And so it was sad. And then tonight when I watched it, oh my goodness, I was about to, to cry again just because it's <laughs> a really well acted scene. So uh, it's a bit of a confusing episode and so I'm not going to get into it too much. But basically, uh, Rory, the scene that I'm talking about is Rory has been taken by the weeping angels and uh, he has seen his old self his, like, very, very old self, die in a bed. Uh, and the old self had lived all this time without seeing Amy until, like, right on his deathbed. And so now that Rory has seen it happen, it's fated to happen. He's locked into that fate. Uh, and so he decides that, uh... If he dies a different way, instead of in the deathbed, Mm. um, it'll create a a paradox, and maybe neither of those will happen. And so he decides to jump off the roof of a building, and uh, he's trying—Amy is begging him not to, and he's saying, you know, I can't do it, but I really believe this is the only way, and he's asking her to push him off the building. And she's like, I can't. He's like, you have to. I, have, I haven't really got the nerve to do it myself. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, could you do it? If I was the one that was jumping, could you push me off? And he's, he doesn't really answer. And it's just a really tense moment. And he's uh, finally he's like, okay, I, I'm going to jump. And he's about to lean back. And so she decides, No. You're not going to do this alone. She climbs up beside him and she says, either we we do this together or not at all. Mm. And so, they. and right then the doctor rushes up onto the roof. He's like, what are you doing? No, no, don't do this. And they both fall off the roof together. And uh, that's just a really powerful moment that Amy... Uh, She'd been fairly wishy-washy before, but now she has fully committed her love to Rory and deciding that either they live together, they die together, or they don't live together at all. You know, she she doesn't want to live her life without Rory. And it works, and uh, him, Rory dying there creates a paradox, so they all end up back where they're supposed to be. And then he gets taken again by one surviving Weeping Angel. <laughs> and Amy decides, no, she's not going to live without Rory. And so she allows the Weeping Angel to touch her. So both of the death scenes, uh, as it were, in The Angels Take Manhattan, uh, particularly the one where they jump off the, off the roof of the building, but uh, both of them, I'd say, deserve to be on the list. And that's my number three.
0: Nice, yeah, yep. Good moment, good choice. My number two is my favorite eleventh Doctor moment. Okay. My favorite tenth Doctor moment is his first scene. My favorite eleventh Doctor moment is his last. Eleventh Doctor regenerating. Have you got ever gone back and watched? No, I haven't. This one. I should. Yeah, you should go back and watch this one again, especially now that you. I mean, yeah, he's, but you he's keep your favorite on Doctor. it. He's your favorite doctor and now that you appreciate Amy more I think you would uh, you would really appreciate this scene a lot more. And well you still don't like uh, what's her face but <laughs> uh, yeah no it's it's uh, a really really well acted and scripted moment for Matt Smith. He's uh, he's you know going through the regeneration and He's about to snap over to the next one. And um, you, know, you see the bowl of fish fingers and custard on the on the TARDIS console. And then, you know, he starts talking about how he's gonna change. And like if you think about it, we're all different people all through our lives. And that's okay. We gotta keep moving, gotta keep changing. As long as we don't forget all the people we were before. I will never forget when the doctor was me and uh it's really great takes off his bow tie and lets it drop to the floor i remember the first time we saw it thinking it was a little bit overblown and but
1: it just came to be <clears throat> so iconic of
0: the 11th doctor oh and then uh and then amy appears there at the very end mm-hmm. so it uh now going back and watching it again this one really is a a really great moment yeah and it was it was even moving like i said with the uh, with one of the other ones. Even watching it just out of context, just on the little small YouTube app on my phone, still still a great scene. So Okay,
1: after we're done here, watch Yeah. It oh
0: man, me. number two for me. Uh and and all the regenerations are great. I, I did go back and watch all of them and this is my favorite, but all of them are really good and all of them are moving. So this this is definitely my number two. The eleventh Doctor Regenerating. I think just in the going time of off, the of,
1: off of my memory for Regenerations, my favorite mm-hmm. is The Night's Doctor.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. It is a very good one.
1: Alright, my number two. Kay. My number two comes from The Girl in the Fireplace. This Kay. episode didn't make my top ten episodes, but there mine. There are such fa- so many fantastic moments in this episode. And my favorite of them all is right at the end so you've seen the doctor uh he met madame de pompadour he's kind of seen different chapters in her lives Uh, she comments on how he can hop through her life like through just flipping through the pages of a book while she is taking the long road Uh, he he just hops around through her life taking the short road and at one point it looks like the doctor is going to be stuck taking the long road with her, stuck uh never being able to fly around through time and space again. And then it works out that he actually will be able to get back to the TARDIS and she dreams of, of seeing the stars, of getting a, a glimpse into his world as well. And uh he runs off to go get the TARDIS and she said, she calls to him, Doctor. Don't leave. And he says, I'll be back in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Go to the window. Pick a star. Any star. We'll go see it. And you can tell that he's really grown to have feelings for her. And she certainly has for him. And he races back to the TARDIS. And he uh, fires up the engines and brings it back to her. Uh, back to the, the castle, the palace. And she had run to the window, and she's eagerly looking up at the stars, trying to choose which one she wants to go to. (laughs) The doctor opens the door of the TARDIS, and the palace is silent and empty, and sheets are draped over the furniture. And one lone man is standing by a window, watching a black carriage being pulled away. And he says... It's the last time that Madame de Pompadour is leaving this castle. And it turns out she had just died. Mm -hmm. She had been waiting for him to come back. What was to the doctor just five minutes ended up being the rest of Madame de Pompadour's life.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. She never got to go see the stars. And she had written him a letter. And in it was uh, her saying doctor. I fear I don't have much time left. I'm ill and uh, but I'm still waiting for you. Uh, I cannot wait. And, oh my goodness. It's almost making me tear (laughs) up just talking about it. It's so sad. Uh, if If you haven't watched this part you need to go watch it again, Brian. Oh my goodness. His face the the guilt the longing the disappointment the hurt the the loss <laughs> it's all there and just you see that he's he's just dev- the doctor is just devastated by this and there's no way that he can ever make it up to madame de pompadour now that she's she's passed away so that's my number 2 the doctor reading her letter after she's passed away
0: Nice. Yep, I forgot about that one. And I don't know if I would have put it on here. I mean, it's kind of... it was a pretty long setup. Uh, and the setup is really good. I don't, I don't know if there's, like, one moment in there that that was specifically uh, for me. But it is a good choice. It was a good choice. And that is a good episode. It was in my top ten. So you know I like it. All right, number one. And... I mean, not really any surprise. It's from my favorite episode. We talked about it uh, last time about how the whole episode is so great. And then on top of that, In Heaven Sent, totally great episode. And then realizing that the doctor is reliving the same day over and over and suffering over and over Mm -hmm. and dying over and over for billions of years uh, to... uh, get his revenge yeah keep his secret safe keep the secret safe and and make it out of his prison and uh yep very affecting oh, man. what a great moment that's my favorite moment of all doctor who so well i can't you with that one
1: okay and we already talked about it on our episodes i'm pretty sure uh you knew that this was oh, yeah. my favorite moment it's from Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Pete Tyler telling Rose he was never around for her. Yeah. I just watched this moment again tonight, and again it was just bringing me to tears. Rose, she's finally gotten to see her her father and spend some time with him, and uh, they've both been uh, rejoicing in the moments that they have. And <laughs> uh, his his uh, the, Pete Tyler saying that. You know, I was never there for you. I never read you those bedtime stories. But now I can be a proper father for you. I can save your life. I can die so that you can live. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's true. Sacrificial love right there. And it's just, it's so perfect of a moment. (sighs) I have nothing more to say.
0: (laughs) That was a good one. number one. It's a good honorable mention for me. Huh. Very solid.
1: Speaking
0: of honorable mentions, did you have any? Yeah, so, uh, so when I initially did the list, I think I came up with like thirty, just from looking through all the titles, and then got that down to around twenty. So let's see. I also really liked uh, the Ninth Doctor's regeneration. I liked Tenth Doctor's speech to the Beast in the Satan Pit. Oh yeah. Uh, that one definitely could have been on the list. I know that is good. Oh yeah. Uh, we talked about Midnight in the last episode and. Mm-hmm. The moment when the alien starts talking before the doctor. Oh, I know. He's right up there. Uh the uh
1: That made my list or my considerations. Nice.
0: Uh the eleventh hour where the eleventh doctor gives his speech uh to the the alien and you know, so basic like I've I've faced off against all of these different aliens and I've beaten them all. So basically run. That part where you, you know, gives his little speech and straight steps in, straightens his bow tie. It flashes up the faces of all all the ten previous doctors. Yep. Uh, that's a great one. Uh the doctor going into the Pandorca in slow motion getting carried in. Uh, that was pretty good. And uh extremists uh fi- realizing uh the twist at the it's end. It's all not real. Right. So those are those are my uh, top honorable mentions. What are yours?
1: All right, well, most of my honorable mentions were actually, like, some of the really funny moments in in Doctor Who. I'll do the ones first that aren't uh, funny. So there's from the Stolen Earth when the Doctor gets shot right as he's about to reun- be reunited <laughs> with Rose. I was just so shocked at that moment. Uh, there's, uh, I forget exactly... What it's called, but, uh, oh, it's Nightmare in Silver is the episode, and Mm -hmm. it's where the 11th Doctor has a Cyberman on his face, and so he's uh, kind of half Cyberman, half Doctor, and uh, the Cyberman and the Doctor are vying for control over who's going to be in control of the Doctor, basically, and just some fantastic acting on the part of Matt Smith there. Uh, in Doomsday, when the Doctor and Rose are separated and they, they press against the wall, trying to, to hear any sound from the other side. Uh, let's see. Here's a scene from the Eighth Doctor. Uh, one of Cam? the little special clips that they showed right before the Day of the Doctor.
0: The Night of the Doctor?
1: Uh, yep. I, I'm a doctor, but probably not the one you were expecting.
0: That was a great that moment. That pretty great. Yep.
1: Uh, the Almost People uh, right after the the Rebel Flesh episode and Amy Pond wakes up right at the end to discover that she's been captive all this time and she's giving birth. And so that's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. crazy.
0: That was crazy.
1: And then the Ninth Doctor uh, right before the season right in the season finale uh, he sends Rose away in the TARDIS to protect her. That was pretty good. Okay, so mm-hmm. funny moments. Yep. Um, it's a fez. I wear a fez now. Fezzes are cool. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> I like the part in The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances where right at the end of one episode and the beginning of another, all the gas mask people are crowding around the doctor and Rose and Jack, and you're like, oh, man, how are they going to get out of this situation? And the doctor says, go to your room. And surprisingly, they all turn and go back to their their beds or whatever Because they all have kind of the mind of a child right now And Mm -hmm. the doctor says, I'm really glad that worked Those would have been awful last words (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like from The Unicorn and the Wasp Oh
0: yeah, I thought about this
1: one And he's trying to get Donna to uh, give him stuff for an antidote Oh, that's such a great scene and then last but not least, uh the episode called The Lodger, where the doctor is uh taking up a, a room in with Craig and mm-hmm. uh he's got to live a normal life and so he's like uh making omelets and <laughs> going to work for Craig when he's sick and he's uh, playing on Craig's soccer team cuz they they need an extra man on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh man, I just love watching matt Smith. He's such a great actor. <laughs> so yeah. Those were my honorable mentions.
0: Nice. Okay. Let's do some quick feedback or some uh maybe some feedback for ourselves and then uh we'll close it out. So we talked about one word titles. And uh, we went and counted. There's 14 one word titles. And I think, just from a real quick ranking, oh, my dear. that Hyde would be ne- my 10th favorite well, one word title episode. Barely, barely in that top 10. So there's that. And then heard from Megan, who uh, we introduced to Doctor Who and watched. Most of. Boy, we watched everything. I'd
1: say all of the 11th Doctor
0: uh we watched more than that we watched at least up to yeah the first two, i think we watched all but this last season last series with okay. I think we watched series one through nine with her uh so that was a lot of fun and uh let's see she said uh she didn't really care for Missy River song was one of her least favorite characters uh she really likes the eleventh doctor but uh the tenth might be her favorite and uh she liked our aliens list as well. She's glad we didn't put the Daleks because they annoy her. And uh she thinks the Cybermen and Daleks are nostalgic but not scary. Uh and she's not sure which one her favorite is just because uh she uh she doesn't remember even some of the ones that we were talking about. So Got to um, brush
1: up on this stuff, Megan.
0: Yep, and then for our episodes list, she said uh, again she she thought some of the ones that we mentioned sounded awesome even though she didn't remember them. So uh, Hide, Listen, and Time of the Doctor are the ones she mentioned for that uh, that she doesn't really remember. Uh, she likes Blink. She likes Midnight. And uh, she d- she does remember Heaven Sent being kind of insane. Yeah. So she said we did have good choices. And uh, you'll have to get us your favorite moments, Megan. And uh be interesting to see uh, how many of our our moments we mentioned would, would make your list or how many you remembered. And uh, that goes for the rest of you as well. Uh, the rest of you out there that are Dr. Who fans write in, let us know what your favorite moments are or for our previous episodes, your favorite episodes, your favorite aliens, your favorite characters. You can email us TTO at coser.us. Go to our website, TTO slash 75. Leave a comment there. And uh, we'll, we'll everybody else know on a future podcast so uh we're gonna be doing one more doctor who episode we're gonna finish off doctor who month and then we've got some great episodes coming up in may so until then i'm brian Kozer and you've been listening to 10 to 1 So do you have a worst moment? Worst moment in Doctor Who history? I certainly do.
1: Well, there's always the Slitheen.
0: Yeah. But there's always them.
1: Uh, we didn't mention on our episodes one of the worst episodes is the the um, c- series finale involving the Master,
0: Last of the Time Lords. Yeah, yep, yeah, I have it written down. The whole episode was The whole episode but the worst moment, Gollum Doctor.
1: I'm thinking where he comes back to life because everybody is thinking happy thoughts about mm. him. Or like where he mm-hmm. comes back to normal. Mm-hmm. I That's thought that was just pretty bad too. So, so cringeworthy. Yeah. It's like the writers couldn't think up a way to get themselves out of this fix and they came up with the stupidest way possible
0: yeah i'm not sure
1: everybody all at the same time and somehow that will rejuvenate the doctor
0: that was a bad one how did we not mention that for our worst episodes